Welcome to the MI Market News Podcast. I'm Greg Quinn in Ottawa. With me today is Stuart Bergman, Chief Economist at Export Development Canada, uh, the federal government's trade financing agency. Stuart, uh, welcome. Hi, Greg. It's a pleasure to be here with you again. EDC has put out its semi-annual trade confidence index. Um, from what I see, the headline figure has declined. And to me, it looks like one of the lower readings since the 2008 global financial crisis, excepting, of course, the pandemic slump. I uh, wonder, Stuart, if you can walk me through a little bit about what has pulled trade sentiment down in this report. Sure. Thanks, Greg. Um, yeah, so uh, maybe just go back a little bit. The, the TCI and the ground us, the, the TCIs are sort of flagship uh, biannual survey um, basically summarizes the views of uh, more than a thousand Canadian exporters. Um, and uh, in this edition, actually, we incorporated the views of uh, exactly uh, 1,267 Canadian businesses. It's it's a pretty good pulse check of uh, Canadian exporters' level of confidence. Um, uh, it's fairly unique in the marketplace. Uh, and so what we believe is that it adds to sort of the totality of the data that really get, paint a clear picture of, of uh, where things are headed for Canada's exporters. So, you know, as you suggested, uh, the index uh, fell in uh, the fall. Uh, it fell to uh, 65.7 index points. Um, after a slight rise in our mid-year survey of 2023, we, we increased from uh, 63.8 to 68.6 um in uh in mid-year and so we've now fallen back to 65.7 from what i saw there's perhaps some pessimism about the the global economy but there's there's a lot i can put on a list of of things going on um sure. the, you know the u.s economy canada's major trade partner outperformed expectations to the point of us being able to talk about a soft landing you know e europe perhaps avoided worst case scenarios around inflation and the ukraine conflict china is its own question uh, but going into 2024, you know, we're still talking about, you know, geopolitical conflicts, maybe um, political instability, and, you know, maybe even some longer term reverberations after after the, the, the pandemic. And I mean, the, you know, the most obvious thing that most Canadians are seeing are high interest rates, high inflation. So I've I've put out a pretty big list here. Is is there anything in there that Canadian exporters are responding to when they're thinking about, um, you know, nervousness around the global economy? Sure. Uh, well, I will say that um, compared to our mid-year 2023 survey, confidence in the outlooks for uh, domestic economic conditions and domestic sales were really the ones that experienced the sharpest decline. That was really sort of the um, uh, the, the component. The, those were the components that declined by uh, by the most. We saw confidence fall uh, across all regions. It was actually businesses in Quebec who reported the lowest confidence. And uh, the outlook, you know, across sectors was fairly mixed and, and happy to get into that. In terms of the drivers, uh, you know, really the key challenges facing exporters were financial conditions and uh, economic fundamentals. Uh, more than 75% of respondents indicated that uh, the potential, a potential global uh, economic slowdown would negatively impact their business, again, primarily across domestic and export sales. Uh, the geopolitical backdrop is the main reason driving perspectives on uh, world economic conditions. Um, you know, other other factors pointed to by uh, survey respondents were uh, inflation, uh, rising interest rates at the time or higher interest rates at the time, 
uh, difficulty raising capital, accessing lines of credit. And so, you know, global economic conditions and, and rising business expenses really appear to have taken their toll on uh, exporter confidence levels. When it comes to trade prospects, we've seen the Canadian government and, and the U.S. government and, and, and similar governments around the world talk about the idea of friendshoring. EDC sometimes asks questions about, you know, the, the countries exporters are doing business with. Are you seeing any signs on, on this front that Canadian firms are altering the nations they're seeking to do business with? Yeah, well, Greg, I would actually say that the responses we got on uh, diversification was actually one of the bright spots for us. Uh, diversification, um, obviously, it's it's uh, an issue that we've been hammering on for for quite some time, uh, at least since I've joined uh, Export Development Canada. Uh, but what we saw in in our um, fall survey results was that uh, more than forty percent of respondents have started to export to new countries in the last two years, and sixty-six uh, percent plan on exporting to uh, new markets over the next two years. Of current exporters, uh, obviously a majority export to the U.S. A very distant second would be Western Europe, but after that, twenty-one percent of respondents told us that they currently ship to the Indo-Pacific region. In terms of where countries are, or rather where exporters are planning to export to, uh, again, the list, you know, you have is familiar, the U.S. is on top, and uh, Mexico would be the next uh, most country that uh, at 21% where companies are, are planning to um are planning to uh, to ship to. I think the report showed differences in sentiment across different industries and if I if I have this right natural resource companies were a bit more positive. Can you break down a bit what you saw in the report when it comes to industries and 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 what natural resource companies are are seeing right now? Sure, yeah. Well, what we saw was businesses in in transportation, ICT, light manufacturing uh had seen some of the sharpest declines and as I said earlier, you know, we we did see results mixed across sectors. But as you suggest, those focused on uh, resources or uh, extractives actually saw um, of the best results. Uh, primarily, you know, the thinking there is just the dynamics that we're playing out on the pricing side of things, given uh, the geopolitical uncertainty that we had through the year and supply chain issues that we experienced. And so we suspect that that was largely uh, the reason for the uptick in confidence in those areas. In the past, a big issue for Canadian exporters had always been the Canadian dollar, uh, concerns about its volatility or that it was, you know, appreciating very quickly or weakening very quickly. I don't see too much in, in recent figures uh, about the dollar being a major force. And I just wonder, is is there anything going on here that's allowed the Canadian dollar to become a less dramatic force weighing upon Canadian exporters? Well, you know, given that we did see some stability, uh, the interest rate differential, you know, when we look at the Canadian dollar, we look at generally a number of factors that uh, help move uh, the Canadian dollar's value relative to, say, the U.S. dollar, uh, interest rate differential between um, the Bank of Canada and the U.S. Federal Reserve. Uh, we have energy prices, primarily uh, crude. Uh, non-energy commodities, uh, lumber, potash, copper, uh, nickel, where we have general rules of thumb. 
what we did see uh, through the course of the year is some relative, you know, with obvious notable exceptions, some relative stability in these in these factors. And so it didn't seem to be a major cause for concern among uh, exporters, certainly when weighed against pressures in terms of, you know, uh, the geopolitical forces that were playing out. Uh, we had wars. Uh, we had a number of important uh, elections and a, a number of uh, important elections still uh, due to take place over the next year. Those seem to be really the, the factors that are moving uh, confidence levels at this point. You, you mentioned earlier and, and, and in the survey, it suggested that, you know, firms are still looking at their own costs or inflation as a, you know, a business challenge. And I saw in the report that about half of firms said that inflation pressures will last for at least another year. And that's mm. that that was little changed or unchanged from the prior survey. What does that tell you about the trend of inflation? Because people we're seeing in financial markets that mm. are pointing to, you know, a slowdown in inflation and saying, you know, next year is the year of a, a, a pivot for central banks like the Fed and the Bank of Canada to start slashing interest rates. Yeah, well, I absolutely. I mean, let, let me take a step back, because while it's true, you know, 50% of respondents expect the impacts of inflation to last more than a year, what you will find in the report is that 72% of respondents told us that inflation is negatively impacting uh, their business and forcing them to lower profit margins or pass on higher costs to to their customers. Now, you're right to, to say, to point out that that inflation has started to decline. Notwithstanding that, 50% uh, of respondents expect these impacts to, to last more than a year. I mean, the thinking there really is, while inflation is coming down, that is, <clears throat> the pace of price growth is coming down, prices today are still a lot higher than what they were two years ago. And it's that reality that businesses uh, are continuing to struggle with. Uh, as I say, it's forcing them to lower their profit margins, or they've passed those higher those who can pass those higher costs on to their consumers, and um, that affects their uh, their competitiveness, their their ability to compete with with uh, with their competitors in market. So it still is very much uh, an issue for for Canadian exporters. After that, I will say, you know, after uh, inflation, it's uh, interest rates. Again, uh, you know, you refer to the pivot. Sure, fine. Of course, uh, the expectation is that we will start to see rates come down. That being said, interest rates are still high. Uh, and, um, you know, again, almost 70 percent of, of respondents are telling us that higher interest rates have negatively impacted their business, primarily by raising the cost of, of uh, borrowing. Uh, respondents are also reporting difficulties in raising capital and accessing lines of credit. And so, you know, this is hurting exporters' ability to maintain sufficient cash flow. So this is, this may be a story of things may be getting better, but that, that does, that does not make them perfect. Absolutely. You know, I, I think over, over the last few years, we've seen a lot of, a lot of surprises and a, a lot of tumult. And, and I like to, I like to kind of close out by asking if, if there's a positive trend you're seeing for next year, that, <laughs> rather than making, making a sound a, a little bit gloomier than we might want to. Well, you know, I, I do go back, uh, Greg, to um, the trends around diversification. You know, it seems that the troubles that we've experienced over the last little while have forced exporters to uh, reassess their traditional markets, to look at potentially new markets, and notwithstanding uh, higher levels of global volatility, as we say on the on uh, on the geopolitical front, exporters are venturing into uh, new uh, non-traditional markets. Let's say beyond simply the United States and even beyond uh, Western Europe. 
Um, they have not only started to export to new markets, as as we mentioned, but they're thinking about uh, going even further into into a number of of uh, untraditional markets. Um, and it's not just simply about exports; it's even uh, investment. Uh, Eighteen percent of companies that we surveyed told us that they already have some form of investment, some form of what we call Canadian direct investment abroad, CDIA, and 28% plan to invest over uh, the next two years. Uh, so that gives us some cause for optimism. Obviously, there are still concerns that exporters have in these areas, access to capital being one of them, cost being another, but it seems that Canadian companies are really opening up to the benefits of um, integrating further into uh, into global supply chains. Uh, well, th that's nice to hear, as I think we, we've heard this message quite a bit in Canada that, you know, being more being more competitive, you know, kind of requires a kind of a, a stronger dose of, of entrepreneurship. So uh, uh, that is that is nice to hear. All right, why don't we wrap it up here? Uh, this has been the MNI Market News podcast. You can reach me with feedback at greg.quinn at marketnews.com. If you like the show, tell a friend. Hope to be with you again soon. And and you, Stuart, in particular, thanks for being with me and, and happy holidays. My pleasure, Greg. Happy holidays to you.